The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote entitled Sameach B'chalko as Unconditional Happiness, which I published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on July 8th, 2021. Sameach B'chalko as Unconditional Happiness. Ben Zoma, in Pirkei Avos 4.1, taught, quote, Who is wealthy? One who is Sameach B'chalko, happy with his portion, end quote. This is the type of idea that can easily become cliche if it is not re-examined, refreshed, and revised from time to time. The latest update came to me this morning. I just started reading the book Awareness, The Perils and Opportunities of Reality by Anthony DeMello. The author makes the seemingly outlandish claim, quote, you don't want to be happy, end quote. He clarifies his meaning a few pages later. Quote, I was saying that we don't want to be happy. We want other things. Or let's put it more accurately. We don't want to be unconditionally happy. I'm ready to be happy provided I have this and that and the other thing. But this is really to say to our friend or to our God or to anyone, you are my happiness. If I don't get you, I refuse to be happy. It's so important to understand that. We cannot imagine being happy without those conditions. That's pretty accurate. We cannot conceive of being happy without them. We've been taught to place our happiness in them. End quote. In other words, to be samech b'chalko means to be unconditionally happy. Stated differently, so long as your idea of happiness includes particulars, which you regard as indispensable, then you cannot be samech b'chalko. Your chilek portion is determined by Hashem, not by your idea of what your chilek should be. It is he who sets the conditions, not you. The only condition is his will. After writing the first half of this article, I decided that this would be a good time to skim the mafarshim, the commentators, on Ben Zoma's statement in light of this new insight. To my surprise, I didn't find a single one who explained Sameach B'chalko along these lines. The Meiri's commentary is representative of the approach that most, if not all, of them took. He writes... Quote, the definition of wealth is to be content and not lust after excesses. Anyone who has what he needs and doesn't seek excess is truly wealthy, end quote. Rabbeinu Yonah takes the same approach but expands on what is implied by needs. Quote, who is wealthy when who is sameach b'chalko? Namely, a person who says, my chalik is sufficient for me since I am able to support myself and my household and be involved in Torah. Why should I concern myself with someone else's money so long as I have what I need in order to uphold the word of Hashem? For one who is not Sameach B'chalko and not satisfied with what Hashem gave him is poor. Thus, it, it is an exceedingly good trait to be Sameach B'chalko, and he is called wealthy because Hashem gave him what he needs to sustain, to sustain himself and be involved in Torah and in mitzvos. For what profit is there for man in all his toil but to fulfill Torah and mitzvos? End quote. This leaves me in a quandary. On the one hand, DeMello's explanation rings true to me as a philosophical ideal. On the other hand, the Mepharshim on Ben Zoma's statement are consistent with my understanding of Torah values. The simple answer is that they're talking about different things. DeMello is talking about happiness, and Ben Zoma is talking about wealth. And yet, the definition of, of wealthy as sameach b'chalko, happy with one's portion, is predicated on a definition of simcha, happiness, which leaves me wondering what the relationship is between that simcha and DeMello's. Tsarich iun. This question needs further analysis. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi 
Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.